Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am sitting here on a Wednesday afternoon with my amazing co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. Dr. Ravello, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing well. Doing pretty well. Good. That sounds like you're doing well. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. And I think uh, that pretty much establishes that you are doing that well. That I am well. Pr- or pretty well. Or pretty well. <laughs> We're going to talk about something today. That is a little bit, kind of drives me a little bit crazy. What is that? <laughs> Not that anything else does that we've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> so I'm realizing that this is mostly an opportunity for me to rant about certain things. Yes. About what I do. Yes. And, and I'm here to support your rants. That is my role. Thank you. But this is not, it's not just for us. <laughs> this is for the patients too. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb right now because this podcast is about nostril asymmetry. Ugh. That's a, that's a <laughs> tough topic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. But I understand it, and there's a reason we have to talk about it. No, for sure. There definitely is a reason to talk about it, because we talk about it all the time. All the time. All the time. Nostril asymmetry after rhinoplasty. Before rhinoplasty. Nostril asymmetry is an issue. It's like it becomes a real issue after surgery because the nostrils have been surgically altered. Yes, and because patients are looking at them. For the first time ever. Ever. I don't think I've ever looked at my nostrils. I mean, I've seen them, but I couldn't tell you what they looked like. Are they are they ovals? Are they circles? Are they asymmetric? Is one taller than the other? No clue. You have no idea. I have no idea. Because you know why? I don't look at them. No, that's right. But if you had rhinoplasty, you would. All day. All day long. Because once people have something operated, they focus on it. Um, and I will tell you that... I understand you're having rhinoplasty and you expect everything to be totally perfect, which is totally impossible. That is never going to happen. There are deficits and problems after every single rhinoplasty. There will be defects. There will be issues. There will be asymmetries after every single rhinoplasty performed by anybody on earth. Ever. Ever. Something about it (laughs) will be not perfect. Right. Because there's no such thing. There's no such thing. No one has a perfect nose. But they can look pretty darn good. But they can look normal. And they can look like they should look. And they can look like the nose that you were born with. And they can look amazing. The problem comes when patient expectations of what rhinoplasties to deliver is in a mismatch with what's possible to deliver. Right. right. And nostril asymmetry is going to be the case. Yes. Every time. Every time. Without fail. And this can be in patients that came in with asymmetric nostrils, or there are some asymmetries that can come after surgery. All of the above are totally normal and happen to just about every patient. The real problem comes with nostril asymmetry is when it doesn't look good, when it doesn't look right. So if there is a nostril asymmetry that is surgically induced and there's a surgical answer, that's when reoperation does occur. Correct. Now, my question to you would be, are you talking about 
a surgical asymmetry that is present when you are looking directly at the patient or a surgical asymmetry that you can really only see if you put your head all the way back and look straight up their nose. It has to be something that is noticeable. I mean, because you can cause problems. Of course. I had a patient come in recently to have her one millimeter nostril discrepancy from side to side, even though her face is off by like five to six millimeters, like the the asymmetry of her face was tremendous. And when people look in the mirror and realize how asymmetric they are, they're like, oh. Yeah. Most people are pretty asymmetric. Very much so. I mean, I have cheekbones that are like, you know, centimeter higher on one side than the other. And my jaw looks like one side looks like it has a tumor. This is why we have our good sides. We have good sides and bad sides. Right. So noses do too. The problem happens when people fixate on it and it's visible after surgery. So I do fix nostrils, but it's pretty rare. Most of the time I tell people, you kind of got to deal with that. Yeah, and, and you got to find a way to to hang in there. You got to find a way to understand it, and, and if, stop sticking your nose up in the air and looking at it with a mirror. Yeah, because nobody because does. Nobody that. in nobody the real world that. is looking at your nose. No, that I've way. never <laughs> looked up my nose ever, no. <laughs> and I know that I have nostril asymmetry that's severe. I, I do personally from the multiple fractures from rugby and wrestling, mm. and I have severe nostril asymmetry. Hey, hey do I? Yours is not severe, but it's pretty asymmetric. Yeah, you know? my face is pretty asymmetric. It's okay. You're yeah. going to make it. No. <laughs> Call the ICU. What's wrong, doctor? Her face is asymmetric. Get an IV in her. No, and it's true. People really do feel that way, though, after surgery. Of course. They yeah. don't feel that way before surgery. No. So but- I always recommend to people, and I try to point all these out, well, your nostrils are very asymmetric before surgery. They're going to be asymmetric after surgery. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to fix them. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to reoperate because I see some nostril asymmetries that, quite honestly, are severe and that are fixable. Revision rhinoplasty, it's a whole other ballgame. I don't don't really want to cover that today because that's like a reconstructive discussion. But this is about primary rhinoplasty and nostril asymmetry. And really, I think that patients who are going into it, once they get their better nose, they have to understand that it's going to be better in certain ways and different in other ways, mm. and the nostrils will not be symmetric. True. Yeah, that is 100% true. So if you're going to take someone back after a primary rhinoplasty for nostril asymmetry, uh, what do you do? How do you fix that? Well, it depends why it is. The, the most typical reason for nostril asymmetry is weakness of one nostril over the other, and that's because we've reduced the cartilage, we've made the nose smaller, the septum has been reduced, all so the supporting structures yeah, of the and nostril. You've, you've divided some yeah. ligaments. So there's some amount of weakness on one side to the other, and it might look a little more pinched on one side. It might look a little less robust. And so that is where I typically will add grafts. Mm. Um, sometimes I'll reduce the weaker side, I mean the stronger side, to make it look like the weaker side. Pardon my misspeak there. But you know we, be- we balance, basically. Sometimes I add a little ear cartilage. Sometimes I add a little septal cartilage. Sometimes I just need to stitch a graft in a different position. Most of those things are done under local anesthesia. Um, I have a patient right now who, every time I see her, the nose is getting better. <laughs> and he keeps going, oh, I'm going to need that revision. I'm like, okay, I'll see okay. you in three months. Yeah, see you and then she's like, well, you know, I know how you said you needed the graft, but I don't think I need that graft anymore. I was like, oh my God, look at that. You're just waiting time. Wait, you know what? Yoko brought up one of my quotes. I want to read it now because every Sunday I put up a quote on my Instagram. 
And this quote was designed for people that are having problems with patients with healing. Mm. And Yoko is our surgical, circulating nurse. nurse. She's extraordinary. Amazing. Amazing. And she loved this quote. (laughs) And I said, Yoko, that wasn't just for you. That was really for (laughs) patients who are having a hard time waiting for the healing to occur. How poor are they that have not patience? What wound ever did heal but by degrees? William Shakespeare. Smart man. Smart man, that Shakespeare. Wrote some cool stuff. He knew some stuff. How poor are they that have not patience? Oh, it's true. It's hard, though. When you're staring at your nostril asymmetry, that's the last thing you want to hear. (laughs) Be patient. I think one patient actually punched me in the face because I read that to her. But that's okay. I was willing to take it. And it's true. It's like, we get it, but you have to have patience. You do. You have to. You got to hang in there because what happens... We're doctors. We want to help you. And then you're like, oh, my God. You know, and you're freaking out. Then, like, you might get me to do something mm-hmm. that I really shouldn't do because Absolutely. I want to help you and I feel bad. Yeah. I want to make you feel better. But I know yeah. that the right thing to do is say, you got to hang in there. You got to suck it up. Because just like my patient who no longer needs a graft, she just had to wait time. Yep. And the time yep. went by. And now she doesn't need a graft. And what if I pulled the trigger six months ago when she needed the graft? And the graft got infected and it rotted out the other grafts in her nose and it collapsed her nostril completely. And now she needs a rib graft. What if that happened? That would be good. That has happened. That is no good. That has happened to my patients where the enemy of good became better. Enemy of good. And better destroyed good. Yeah. Because it was a good nose. It was good. It was good. And now it's bad (laughs) because we went for better. But Klebsiella snuck in to that fourth time operated nose, Mm. chewed up all the grafts, collapsed the nostril, and destroyed the work that was done. It's no good. Patience. Klebsiella is a bad actor, and it is not kind to cartilage grafts. No, it eats them right up. So that's the thing. So when we're saying maybe it's time to just take a beat, give it a little bit of of a moment, it's for your own good. It's not because we don't want to do stuff. We want you to be happy. We want it to rock on and be amazing. But we also don't want to shoot down the great result that's already there by trying to make the, the little minor issues better. Agreed. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's got to be patient. <sighs> it's hard. Got to listen to your doctor. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Because they want the plastic surgical unicorns and moonbeams and, and rainbows to all come true for them with their operation. You know what I had a patient tell me once? She was like, I had plastic surgery. I'm supposed to be perfectly symmetric now. Whoa. <laughs> That's what you do in plastic surgery. It's <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. That's not whatever happens ever no. to anybody ever. No, ever. So sometimes you just have to... It's hard. Take a step. Take a beat. Take a beat. Step back from the ledge. That's Fall right. back. Fall back. Give it some time. Get to higher ground. Let things settle. <laughs> Let the floodwaters clear. <laughs> and then reconnoiter. Yes. And you know what? She came back three months later and it was like that revision that we were planning. You don't look so bad now. Yeah, it just is yeah, time. It just takes time. How poor is he who have not patience? 
I'm going to punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And we get it. We know. We know that it's frustrating, but that's plastic surgery. You have to go through the, you have to go through the process and nostrils will not be symmetric in general before surgery. Most patients have one nostril. Now, by the way, everybody is like getting ready to go to the mirror. And they're going to check it out. (laughs) One nostril looks like an Easter egg and the other nostril looks like an almond. In general, Hmm. prior to surgery. Okay. You have an Easter egg and an almond. Oh. You do. I don't. It's like a. Have, do you want to see this? Are yeah, you ready? Let's look. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster, right? I showed one patient that, and they went, "Oh my god, what happened to you?" I was like, "Rugby." Rugby happened to me. <laughs> it's so true. But like, I'm not sitting there walking around going like, "Oh, I need a nose job." Like I do. <laughs> Some Jordan almonds in this Easter basket. Yeah, I don't know what I got up there. It's kind of like, like it's bad. Like there's there are issues with this nose. Yeah, I but get, that's I mean, from trauma. It, it happens, and like you said, the the facial asymmetry. So if one side of your cheek or your you know the the base, the bony base of your alar nostrils sits lower on one side than the other, because that's usually the case. Sure, you're going to have different shapes to your nostrils. That's bec- and that's why I always like when when people are like haranguing me about. Uh, asymmetries like that and I'm not saying they're not there they are if they if they aren't there then I say you have body dysmorphic disorder the thing that you're telling me about doesn't exist you need to get psychiatric help for that because I can't change something that isn't there but when people tell me about asymmetries that are there that I can't really do anything about without like literally rearranging their face then I have to get a 3d ct scan and once you do that they feel like they need to be admitted to the ICU (laughs) (laughs) they go they do they look at me and they're just like is my face really this screwed up? I was like, no, it's totally it's normal. normal. That's how people look. They have asymmetries and it's those asymmetries that make you, you. If you want to, you know, fill a cheek a little more or you want to do something like that, that's fine. But like, you have to understand like nobody is symmetric. Symmetric would be weird. Symmetric's not that great. It doesn't work. No. We want people to look, you know, amazing yeah. and like themselves and beautiful. But I do hear you on the nostril asymmetry part. Uh, when when patients do look like something isn't right, then I fix it. And that, that does happen. And it is usually, as I say in all of surgery, people you know want to blame, oh, it's wound healing, it's this, it's swelling, it's whatever. No, it's because you know the whole situation, the operation has multiple technical points that have to come together. And, and sometimes things do not gel perfectly, yeah. especially in rhinoplasty. It's a lot of small moving parts. But in liposuction and in facelifts and whatever, there's like issues with all these operations. Have to be willing to go through that. Have to be willing to work with the surgeon that you've chosen. You've chosen that surgeon because they're a board certified plastic surgeon. They're going to get you through it. Life will be good, but you have to go through the process. A thousand percent. And revision surgery amplifies that all (laughs) by like a magnitude of 10. You agree? Oh, for sure. I mean, you're taken apart things and reconstructing them and putting it back together and hoping that it all heals symmetrically from side to side. Right. I think that's good. Anything else on nostril asymmetry? No. Hang in there, those who, of you who have it. We're here for you. We get it. I'm not and saying you're going to get an operation. If he, if he quotes you during your office visit, feel free to punch him. <laughs> if he reads Shakespeare to you, that I'm, is warranted. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to do that because I think that I would punch somebody in the face if they did that to me. It's like, we get it. Like 
I know it's not good. You, you know, sometimes patients just, they just really need you to sit there and listen and say, I hear you. It sucks. I see it. And yes. we have to wait. Yes. And they, they have to get that. And it's really hard. It's really hard for us too, because like we want the magic wand also. Doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And we want our patients to win. We want them to have great results. But sometimes like you got to believe us. It's like, this is not the time to do something. Well, these are your asymmetric co-hosts <laughs> of the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. Thanks for listening to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. If you want to reach Dr. Ravello or myself, we're available for consultations. We can also be reached through the websites. Dr. Ravello, what's your website? My website is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. And the phone number to reach us here in the office is 310-954-1355. And I do want to mention Rock Spa, which is the sponsor, truly the financial backer of this podcast. And Rock Spa is the Medispa that's located both in Newport Beach and Beverly Hills, providing Botox, fillers, lasers, microneedling, esthetician services like hydrofacials. We have incredible people. They do great stuff. And I highly recommend taking a look at the websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. All the information is also on my website, drcalvert.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.